No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue our study of the Old Covenant priesthood with the consecration of Aaron and his sons. This gives us a fascinating insight into how God prepares his people for works of service. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 29 on Simply the Bible. God chose Aaron and his sons to minister to him as priests. To be sure, this was a high and holy calling. It was not something they could enter on their own. Everything had to be provided for them by God to make them holy and to prepare them to minister in holy things. As the Lord instructed Moses to consecrate Aaron and his sons for the work of the ministry, he specified the offerings that would be required a bull for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering. One more sacrifice remained. It was the ram for the offering of consecration. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 29, verse 19. You shall also take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall put their hands on the head of the ram. As with the sin offering, Aaron and his sons put their hands on the head of the ram for the sake of identification. The ram was dying so that they could be consecrated, literally their hands being filled with the work of the Lord. Then you shall kill the ram and take some of its blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron and on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of their right hand and on the big toe of their right foot and sprinkle the blood all around on the altar. And you shall take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and on his garments, on his sons and on the garments of his sons with him. And he and his garments shall be hallowed and his sons and his son's garments with him. For Aaron and his sons to be consecrated also meant that the parts of their bodies would be consecrated they would be offering the members of their bodies as instruments of righteousness. Their ears would be for hearing the words of the Lord. Their hands would be for doing the work of the Lord. Their feet would be for walking in the ways of the Lord. But because they were sinners, that would not always happen. When we get into chapter 32, we will see that Aaron would use his ears to listen to the people's cry to make them a god to go before them. And he would use his hands to make them a golden calf. Therefore, the blood was necessary to atone or cover the priests for their times of failure. The fragrant anointing oil was also sprinkled on them and their garments, representing the Holy Spirit. The garments speak of character and conduct. How we need the Holy Spirit to help us manifest godly character and conduct. There is no way we can do it on our own. Verse 22. Also, you shall take the fat of the ram, the fat tail, the fat that covers the entrails, the fatty lobe attached to the liver, the two kidneys and the fat on them, the right thigh, for it is a ram of consecration, 
one loaf of bread, one cake made with oil, and one wafer from the basket of the unleavened bread that is before the Lord. And you shall put all these in the hands of Aaron and in the hands of his sons, and you shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. You shall receive them back from their hands and burn them on the altar as a burnt offering. As a sweet aroma before the Lord, it is an offering made by fire to the Lord. The fatty portions were considered the best parts of the sacrifice, and they were always reserved for God. The grain offerings of the unleavened bread, cake, and wafer spoke of fellowship with the Lord. Aaron and his sons took the meat and the meal offerings into their hands and waved them before the Lord. The wave offering was waved not from left to right, but back and forth toward the altar and back toward the priest, symbolizing that the offering was being given to God. Now, it is interesting that everything about this ordination ceremony was supplied by God. God chose them, prepared them, and gave them everything they needed to serve him as priests. But here they were to give back to the Lord what he freely gave to them. Isn't that the way it always is? We only give back to the Lord what he has freely given to us by his grace. And yet, it pleases the Lord when we give it back to him. Sometimes I'll take my grandson out for a treat. How blessed I am to watch him enjoy it. But I'm even more blessed when he freely offers to share it with me. He doesn't have to. He just does it because he wants to. Likewise, these offerings received back from Aaron and his sons were a sweet aroma before the Lord. Verse 26. Then you shall take the breast of the ram of Aaron's consecration and wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion. And from the ram of the consecration, you shall consecrate the breast of the wave offering, which is waved, and the thigh of the heave offering, which is raised, of that which is for Aaron and that which is for his sons. It shall be from the children of Israel for Aaron and his sons as a statute forever. For it is a heave offering. It shall be a heave offering from the children of Israel, from the sacrifices of their peace offerings, that is, their heave offerings to the Lord. The Levites did not receive an inheritance as did the other tribes in Israel. Therefore, the Lord gave the priests the breast and thigh of the peace or fellowship offerings that the people would give, and this would be their portion for them and for their families. These were also waived, indicating that they had been received from the Lord. In a sense, when we offer thanks to God for our food, we're doing pretty much the same thing. We are acknowledging that we have received this from the Lord and that we are grateful to God for our portion. Verse 29, And the holy garments of Aaron shall be his sons after him to be anointed in them and to be consecrated in them. That son who becomes priest in his place shall put them on for seven days when he enters the tabernacle of meeting to minister in the holy place. The holy garments that were given to Aaron for glory and for beauty were not his to keep. He occupied these for as long as he lived, but then they would be passed on to one of his sons. 
as garments represent to us our character and conduct, what character and conduct are we leaving behind for our children? This is our greatest legacy. As these garments worn by Aaron continued long after Aaron was alive, so our influence can continue long after us in the hearts and lives of our children, whether for good or for bad. The world highly esteems the material inheritance left to one's posterity, but God prizes the spiritual inheritance we leave behind for those who would fill our shoes. How important it is that we give thought to our ways and thought to what our children and their children are seeing in us. Verse 31. And you shall take the ram of the consecration and boil its flesh in the holy place. Then Aaron and his son shall eat the flesh of the ram and the bread that is in the basket by the door of the tabernacle of meeting. They shall eat those things with which the atonement was made to consecrate and to sanctify them. But an outsider shall not eat them because they are holy. And if any of the flesh of the consecration offerings or of the bread remains until the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten because it is holy. The Lord highly valued this supper enjoyed by Aaron and his sons. God loves to share meals. When Jesus came to earth, he often ate with people. Even though it was the night that he would be betrayed, he eagerly desired to share with his disciples the Passover meal in the upper room. To the church of Laodicea, the Lord said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. What a blessing it is to know that Jesus just likes to hang out and eat with you. Now, the meal enjoyed by Aaron and his sons was from the peace offerings. And the idea was that they were eating a meal with the Lord having fellowship together. This wasn't merely a ritual, but a celebration. How Cindy and I love to have our children, their spouses, and our grandchildren over for Sunday dinner. Nothing brings us greater enjoyment than when they enjoy themselves. Now, we don't do this every week, but as we are able and for birthdays and holidays, but it would grieve us if our family considered this an obligation rather than a celebration. The Lord provided this dinner for Aaron and his sons, which would set them apart for the ministry and fill their hands with his work. It was for them alone. No outsider could partake of it. It all had to be eaten the same day or else it had to be burned because it was holy. Thus you shall do to Aaron and his sons, according to all that I have commanded you, seven days you shall consecrate them, and you shall offer a bull every day as a sin offering for atonement. You shall cleanse the altar when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar must be holy. Seven is the number of completion in the Bible. And it would take seven days for the priests to be fully consecrated. Every day, they had to offer a bull as a sin offering to make atonement for them. 
In the Old Testament, the word atonement means to cover. We are told in Hebrews that the blood of bulls and goats could not take away sin. It could only cover it until the better sacrifice in Jesus Christ would come. Even the altar would be covered in this way and set apart for the work of the ministry. At the end of seven days, the altar would be most holy and only holy things could touch it or else it would be defiled. These procedures may seem elaborate to us, but keep in mind that God provided them all for Aaron and his sons. They could do nothing to prepare themselves for the ministry. The Lord had to set them apart and fill their hands for his work. It was all of grace so that there was no place for boasting. Likewise, whenever God chooses us for any good work, it is not because we are worthy or smarter or more dedicated, but simply because of his grace. Our God supplies us with all that we need to do what he has called us to do. Where God guides, God provides. His yoke is easy and his load is light. He wants us to rejoice always in Him and in the things He gives to us for our enjoyment and for His good purpose. Our greatest joy and privilege is to offer our bodies to Him as living sacrifices and the members of our bodies as instruments of His righteousness. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. We'd really love to hear from you. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. That's 208-314-3377. Tomorrow we'll see the instructions God gave to Moses so that his people would worship him continually. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Exodus on Simply the Bible. 